going, everybody? You're listening to Mulder Was Right, Conspiracies and Alternative Facts. I'm your host, Brendan, and I'm joined by my co-host. I'm Curtis. Yeah. Each week we uh, talk about a different conspiracy theory, and uh, Curtis has no idea what the topic is going to be about. I don't. Uh, generally, I don't, even yeah. when I'm presenting. Yep. So, yeah, welcome, welcome, welcome. This is your first time. Once again, welcome. Welcome. Yes. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to our lives. Um, and we welcome the other way around, too. We're in your life. We're in your life. Thank you for setting aside time in, in your life for us. It's really nice. Yeah, it is. Uh, so, Curtis, how was, how's your day been so far? Um, well, uh, it's been all right. Um, I had a good shower. Uh, I didn't close the door when I showered, and it was kind of cold, though, so... But you know, you just smacked the microphone right into your computer screen. That was that was cool. <laughs> yep. Real professional setup. Real, we well, got we're here. doing it. We're doing it right here <laughs> at Mulder's. Right. We have all our setup. We're in. We're in the studio. We're, we're in the not studio. In your room. Not, not. Not in a bedroom. Nope. <laughs> Curtis, have you ever seen the X Files? Um, I feel like you're really putting me on the spot here. With with the title of our podcast being Mulder was right, and I believe that's an X Files character. Yes, um, it is. I I have I have seen episodes of the X Files, so yes. Okay, I have also seen episodes of the X Files, but very few. <laughs> which 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 is you know not super great, based on the fact that that's what our podcast is called. Shh, I feel like anybody. we just like lost all of our listeners. All of our listeners. Right they like they don't <laughs> they don't watch X Files. <laughs> they don't know. <laughs> anyway, um so uh before we get started on our topic for today, uh I just wanted to uh bring up something that we that we started earlier in the week. Um I made a little survey. There's nine questions. Um and it's just basically talking about the future of the podcast. So basically, if you guys want to uh, have an input on what we actually do from this point on, uh, definitely go check out our survey. It's posted to our Facebook and Twitter um, at MWRCast. And you could even just enter in this hyperlink, uh, tiny.cc slash MWRSurvey, and it'll pop right up. Fill it out. It takes about five minutes. Um, And it would really, really help us out for... For what we're going to be doing the future. Uh, throughout the rest of the year. Uh, so if you guys want a direct uh, input into that, uh, definitely take the survey. It, uh, once again, really helps us out. And if we if we get enough people to do the survey, uh, we might do a giveaway. Yeah, we might give away a thing. A thing. <laughs> there might be an object that becomes yours. <laughs> No, 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 don't get too excited. It's uh, we haven't really talked about what the what we would be giving away, but yes, some object might become yours, and it's not just going to be like trash or something. So like it's it's if, it's going to be something. If you're a fan of maybe being maybe participating in a giveaway, then you should fill out the survey. Yes, definitely. It definitely once again, super important. And it's uh, it's really gonna see where we go for for the rest of this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I mean, because Curtis, we we we've almost been doing this a year. I mean, almost. I mean, I have. Uh, you've been doing well, it less, but when 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 did it start? In February. In February. Okay. Like, like first yeah. week of February. 
then yeah i started in like uh april, april or something yeah. yeah but yeah it, you know it's uh we're going places we're going we've we started um started the from bottom. the bottom now we're now we're here now we're here and we are here <laughs> Regardless, don't think about that we're still at the bottom, but that song really doesn't have enough context. Just that line started from the bottom, now we're here. They could be anywhere. They could be lower than they started. Like Started from the bottom, now we're lower than the bottom. Yeah. It doesn't have the it doesn't have the same it's ring. Not the same, yeah. It's a little yeah. too many syllables. Anyway, so uh December seventeenth, nineteen oh three. Yep. It's a good day. Orville and Wilbur Wright created the first airplane to achieve flight in Kitty Hawk, North Carolina. Yeah, okay. It takes off from level ground at 10.35 a.m. and flies for 12 seconds. Over the next few hours, they would make four more flights, the longest flight being almost a minute long. Okay. So uh, note that note that it's the first one that takes off from a flat plane. So right, because like just gliding, gliding off is of a not is is not making an yeah, airplane. Yeah, it's not. That's not the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, by 1905, or sorry, um, they would have made more flights, uh, but the wind flipped the craft over and smashed it. So uh, <laughs> sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sometimes scientists don't get it right the first time. Yeah. Or the fourth time, fifth time. Uh, so by 1905, they created a practical flying machine, which could sustain flight and navigate. Pretty so, cool. So, so, so we're talking about aviation here today, Curtis. Were they in, in the plane yeah. when it flipped over and crashed? No. Oh. I don't believe so. Well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, the source that I was reading, uh, did not specify, um, if maybe Orville and Wilbur, if they had potentially had a third brother who then died in the mm. in, in the crash, is that there. what we're talking about today? No, the third dead, <laughs> no right brother, the guinea pig, <laughs> the guinea pig, <laughs> guinea right, <laughs> guinea right. Um, by World War One, biplanes, uh, uh, sorry, m- motorized planes, uh, took to the skies, uh, known as AEG C four, or commonly known as biplanes. It's like really. Well, it's a really big when leap. Did, what was the first? When did World War One start? Like nineteen nineteen. I think in the teens. I, I, I want to say eleven, but that's probably wrong. Somewhere, somewhere in the later teens. It's still like such a quick, like short amount of time. To it like is the first flight to like we're using these to bomb people. You know, like. Oh, well, well, I mean, or like shoot guns, whatever the in the World War One. <laughs> most of the time, the planes were actually just used for reconnaissance. They didn't have okay. guns on them. They didn't have anything. Okay, so still, but yeah, I mean, it's. I agree, it's impressive. Um, uh, I mean, I wrote this down here. Uh, technology leaps just like just like smartphones, you know, like or just cell phones in particular. Mm-hmm. You know, we've had them for. I think the first cell phones were like late 80s yeah some like the very first ones yeah and then and then like they were all very similar until we got to about early 2000s and then early 2000s they kind of just evolved and turned into new things right and then in terms of smartphones the iphone came out and it's been about 10 years now it's been about 10 years yeah. yeah yeah so we have you know tiny tiny little computers in our pockets right so and that's yeah that's 10 years that's not that long yeah exactly very much changed just having a tiny computer in yeah your, in your pocket having a map of the whole world in your pocket and it's like great being able to look up anything and <laughs> yeah yeah 
So, you know, similar, similar even leaps. I feel like, I feel like there's generally a time in, uh, human history where, um, when something is discovered, uh, people are like, all right, cool. This is awesome. How can we make it better? And then people repeatedly try and make it better mm-hmm. until you just get these huge technological leaps. Right. It sort of builds on itself. Exactly. Um, so just, 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 just for context here, um, around this time, the Titanic was built and, uh, people thought that thing was unsinkable. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yep. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, and then that sank, so. It know, did sink. You know, technology is always improving. Yeah. That's really, that's really what I'm trying we've to get We've made better here. boats since the Titanic, and we've learned to not run into ice. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't know that before. Nope. I mean, I mean, just like James Cameron's uh, marriage, uh, that ship's at the bottom of the ocean. Uh, I, I didn't know that about James Cameron's marriage. <laughs> did he get, did he get divorced? Yeah, he was, he was married to, uh, Catherine Bigelow. Catherine Bigelow, she made the Bigelow tea. Uh, no, she made uh, what's the what's the movie? Um, the Hurt Locker. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she actually she actually beat him out for for best director of that year. That's pretty cool. Because that was the same year that Avatar came out. And then out. he was like, "We're getting divorced." And then no, I think I think she divorced <laughs> him. Um, <laughs> I beat you, and now we're getting a divorce. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, also at the bottom of the ocean is a James Cameron career. You know, have you have you seen those scuba documentaries that he's produced? Um, he does. He has. He got really got into scuba documentaries he really did. for a little. He bit. really did. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying that his you know career is over. I'm just saying that you know he went under the ocean and made scuba documentaries. And, like that's c- kind of cool. You those know? documentaries are really cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's an interesting turn. Um, I I don't really like his movies. Like, I can't really think like of a single James did, Cameron movie did, that I really did, like. Did he like Terminator Two? I guess. Yeah. I mean, most people know him for Avatar at this point. He did Titanic. You know. Yeah, I mean, he did Aliens. Aliens. He's done a handful of things. Yeah, I don't know. He's he's really into into Avatar right now, and we're gonna get uh, Avatars yeah, like make... two through two through hundred. Yeah, fourteen thousand more Avatars. <laughs> yeah, because um, Avatar came out like four hundred years ago. Apparently, Avatar World is really cool though. Avatar World. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a place in Disney World or something. No, it's like at uh, I believe it's at Universal. Okay. But apparently it's really cool. Do you I get to been. destroy some giant mother tree and make a bunch of, like, native aliens cry? You know, I hope so. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's what I look for in my That's theme the only parks. way to do it. <laughs> anyway, um, in, uh, in 1932, Amelia Earhart would be the first woman to fly solo across the Atlantic Ocean. Now, 33? 1932. 32. Yeah. Um, I don't see what the big deal about it is, you know, because my uncle does that every day. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> No, I kid, I kid. I kid, I kid. <laughs> uh, once again, this uh, this is also unrelated to the topic that we're going to be talking about, but uh, but we're t- talking slightly about aviation, so I figured I'd bring it up. Also, to make the joke that my uncle does that every day. Okay. Yeah. Great. Mostly mostly that joke. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the first jet engine was developed by Frank Whittle in 1928. Which, oh, that early. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which would lead to the powering of planes in World War II. Mm. Yeah. Um, Post World War II, aviation really took off and led oh. to the creation of commercial <laughs> aviation. <laughs> you had the slightest pause there for that. <laughs> the slightest glint of enjoyment. I should have. I should. I should have just. Should have just went over it just quickly. You know, really messing the joke up there. But uh, 
Yeah, so 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 commercial aviation is really big now. Um, after after World War Two, you know, people are flying places, people are, you know, doing things, seeing the world, you know, around the world in eighty days. Uh, with planes, you can do that a lot faster. You can do that in a day. Uh, just, uh yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think I think about twenty four hours. I yes. don't know. It would be interesting to find out the shortest like the shortest route to drive or to fly around the world. Yeah. The shortest, well, the shortest time it's ever been done. Yeah. I think the shortest route is it's all about the same. Fair. Unless you're a flat earther, and then it's the shortest just around the North Pole, and you just go in a little circle, and you're done. Yep. <laughs> anyway, um, so so let's talk about let's talk about jet engines and how they work. Okay. Uh, so, I don't know how they work, so I expect good. to understand good. after this. Yes. Uh, I learned I learned how this works. Um. By uh by watching a video from tiny talking air particles. Great. Is uh, that the name of the video creator? No, no. It was <laughs> it was the video content. Okay. There were tiny little air particles. Oh, I see. That that got sucked into an, uh, a jet engine, and they for whatever reason uh talked about what they were doing while they were. That's going what through. air particles do when they get sucked. Yeah. When the air particles are constantly explaining their actions. Yep. Um. So so yeah. Uh. I will have a link to this specific video um, on the website. It's about it's about four minutes. I highly recommend watching it because it was actually kind of enjoyable. Uh, anyway, so a jet engine works by pulling air uh, into its turbines, uh, then using it as well as fuel to then push it out the back uh, of the turbine at a faster speed. Uh, this works because of Newton's third law. For every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, so the air particles, um, that the jet spews out are very hot comparatively to, to the air. And then, and that's like, that's like the spark notes version of, of how it works. Basically it pulls in air. Um, those make the turbines, you know, spin faster. Um, and then it's, uh, mixing with fuel and it spits it out the back. Mm -hmm. Um, now, now you know how you, you know, occasionally see those streaks in the sky, right? Yeah, I see some streaks in the sky sometimes. Yeah, so so they're, they're long clouds. I so call. those are called. <laughs> so Curtis, those are actually called contrails. 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 Oh, I always call them long clouds. Long clouds. Uh, you know, that's a common thing that people usually call yep. them, but uh, but the scientific term is contrails. Contrails. And so basically, the reason why they form is because the air getting spit out of the of the jet turbine, uh, it then. Um, it becomes quite hot when it's in the jet turbine, mm-hmm. so it gets spit out. Yep. And up in, up up in the sky, uh, the air is quite cold up there. Yep. Um, sometimes even negative forty degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, it gets so it's pretty cold. So up it's there. quite cold. So when you when you have something that's very cold and then mixes with something that's very hot, mm-hmm. um, it then uh, rapidly um, condensates. Yep. And then at the and then very quickly after that, it freezes. Mm-hmm. Thus, creating those those clouds that we see. So the long contrails. clouds are, are like ice. Sorry, contrails. They are like they're like ice crystals. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So and and you know those are like clouds. Yeah, yeah. Long clouds. And so and so that's what we see. Um, you can you can replicate this. Uh, and and a lot of people who you if know, you go talk, into the sky. Yes, you can replicate it if you go into the sky. Um, you can also replicate this. Uh, if you. You know, you you know when you have like a when you're out on a cold day, and you and you breathe and you can see your breath. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's that's basically the same thing. <laughs> right, except it doesn't freeze afterwards, but kind of the same thing, yeah. Yeah, it's essentially the same thing. If it did freeze afterwards, that'd be crazy. You could see like where everyone had walked and breathed. And they were just, it well, would just well, be... Well, well, Curtis, it would have to... <laughs> would have to latch onto something. Or else, you know, just or else, in the or else you would just breathe and then it would fall. There would be long clouds everywhere on the ground. Long, yes. Um, it's... It is a similar similar thing that is happening, but it is not the exact same thing that is happening. Correct. Yes. Um, theoretically, if it was far colder and you had far hotter breath and you br- and, and you had constant breathing out of your mouth, yeah. Um, theoretically, you would be able to create contrails contrails with your mouth yes but it would have to be like like, negative 40 degrees and you would have to give off heat at like i don't know something like 1200 degrees or something you'd have to be a. that's just a guess but you'd have to be like a dragon you'd be a dragon yeah Yeah. breathing yeah going like so uh but anyway that's a similar thing and so and so why am i bringing this up you know very good question right i i think i think i have some idea now where we're going with this (laughs) Uh yeah, I mean I I think it's I think I think it's pretty obvious where I'm going here. Um so uh what if what if Curtis that it wasn't just water vapor in those contrails? In those contrails? Um if those there's like Kool-Aid vapor in there and they'd be Kool-Aid purple. Kool-Aid vapor <laughs> <laughs> it would be purple. <laughs> what if what if there were what if there were other substances up in there? You know, giving off from for, from the jet engines. Uh huh. Like um, some cotton candy. Like some cotton candy. Some vape. Some vape. Is that what's that vape liquid called? Uh, I don't know. Vape it's, juice. It's called vape juice. It's just full of vape juice, and <laughs> it's like flavored contrails. It's flavored contrails. <laughs> We're just. I'm gonna keep it's, continuing with flavor metaphors and comparisons. It's really just for the birds, you know. Yeah. <laughs> birds got a vape too, you know. For, birds got a vape. Um. So so. What if there were what if there were other particles in there potentially that were somewhat harmful to to the American people to just American people it, not not just American people to the <laughs> to, to to the people of the world it binds with the patriot particle inside of you <laughs> <laughs> it corrupts it to the to the people of the world um, what would happen then well then everyone would I guess be exposed to that. Yeah, Stuff. And, and, unless and, it was just frozen in the atmosphere, and theoretically that wouldn't be good. So, right. so, so there are a group of people. Um, some call them conspiracy theorists. Oh, yeah, those. Uh, they call themselves uh, conspiracy truthists. Conspiracy. They they don't actually call them that. <laughs> uh, there, I have heard truther, truther, the term truther, but maybe that's referred to something else. Anyway, <laughs> so so these conspiracy theorists. They call these chemtrails because they believe that there are specific other particles, specific other you know stuff mm-hmm. in in those contrails that then uh, give off potentially harmful chemicals to the people. To yeah, it sort of filters down exactly to the human exactly. race. Yeah, and which 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 is not good. Chemtrails, as in like chemical trails. Chemical trails. Or, yeah. Um, could you call them long chemicals? Long chemicals. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I could, but uh, that sounds like a good name. <laughs> sounds like a good name. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, so so we have this, you know, thing that they think is going on. Okay. Um. So 
So let's let's talk about let's talk about the reasons why or why or what they would be doing. Yeah, like what are they? They're just throwing chemicals up in the sky and they're just trying to make us sick. Like... So essentially, they believe that the government or governments, I should say, um, are crop dusting people. So we don't get insects. Okay, so, great. Yeah, I like yeah, this. Yeah, so we don't get insects. You know, um, I <laughs> I was watching some video online and there was some guy who was uh, eating sushi and uh, he wasn't feeling too well. So he went to the doctor. It turns out he had a uh, a 50-foot-long tapeworm in his body. Oh, yeah, that'll happen if you... E- eat a lot of raw fish. Yeah, if you eat some raw stuff, you might get a tapeworm. Yeah. And uh, that's a long tapeworm. That's though. a long tapeworm. Like, that's a long tapeworm. How so, do they get it out? Like, what do they do? I, I don't even know. Because um, you, like, you can take stuff um, to kill tapeworms in you. You just, like, take a, some medicine and it kills the tapeworm. And then you have to, like, poop it out. Yeah, that's gross. Uh, but, <laughs> like, a 50-foot tapeworm, like, man... You'd be pooping for a while. Pooping forever. I've never pooped 50 feet of poop before. <laughs> I have also never pooped 50 feet before. But regardless, you know, theoretically, if they're uh, if they're getting rid of our insects, you know, no more tapeworms, right? Uh, Well, tapeworms aren't insects, so no. Okay, okay. We well, still have tapeworms. <laughs> well, regardless. <laughs> but a great aside. Good little talk there. Um, regardless, uh, that's, that's, that's not what they're doing. They're not trying to free us of, freeze of insects. Oh, that's disappointing. Uh, crop dusting is just a, uh, it was a, uh, a metaphor there. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so, um, basically they use the cover of contrails to then release chemicals in the air for, for, as I said, many different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and so let's, let's talk about the reasons why why they would want to put chemicals into into the into the atmosphere and then have them absorbed by by humans. Yeah. So uh so there are five different reasons. Um one is solar radiation management, uh two weather modification, uh three psychological manipulation, four human population control, or five biological or chemical warfare causing illness. Okay. And so, and so, we're going to go into each of those five um, here and talk about exactly what those are and what they mean, um, and and what harm they potentially have to to the human people. Okay, I'm I'm here for it. I'm ready. All right. So I'm I'm still kind of thinking about that tapeworm, but that's okay. Keep <laughs> keep tapeworm. plowing forward. <laughs> um, so let's talk about uh, solar radiation management first. So okay. what does that mean? Um, it basically is climate engineering. Okay. Which. A lot of people generally agree uh, that global warming is an issue. Yes, correct. Um, I believe we here in on Mulder was right uh, also believe that global warming is an issue. The official Mulder was right stance. Yes, the official Mulder was right stance. Um, and so basically what the intent is or what the idea is is that they spray – they basically have the contrails – and in those contrails, they potentially have some reflective chemicals or reflective metals. A lot mm-hmm. of people, a lot of conspiracy theorists point to aluminum. Okay. Um, anyway, so, so 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 those are in the contrails. Just little pieces of aluminum floating. Little pieces of aluminum. Uh, I don't <laughs> I don't know how reputable that is. But I don't know that aluminum has like a vapor form. 
I, it may. But anyway, anyway, so they, <laughs> so they have the chemicals up there, okay. and the intent is uh, that that the sun will then reflect off those contrails, mm-hmm. and it will and, and it will hit the contrails, and then send send the sunlight off elsewhere. Okay, just ref- just get it out of here. Exactly, reflect it out. Yeah. Now, now there's there's a couple issues with that. Uh, one, um, we still have all of the issues with the greenhouse gases. Those mm-hmm. are still all in our atmosphere. Correct. And they're not going away because we're reflecting it out. Right. Um, and and it, it, greenhouse gases like help keep it in. Yeah, you know? exactly. So, exactly. Even if you were to try to reflect it back, um, it still kind of keeps it yes, in a little. But, but, but theoretically, you know, a large portion of of that sun, of, of, the, of the warming... Is is gone? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, but it's just like in those long clouds, though. Just the long trails. So it seems like a small portion of the sky. Yeah. So, so the idea was to to try it with that first, I believe, um, and then and then the idea after that was to inject large uh, portions of sulfate aerosols into the atmosphere, specifically the stratosphere, um, that would then reflect. Once again, the large portion of the sunlight mm-hmm. off the planet, uh, keeping it cooler. Okay. Yeah. Which is, we should be doing that. Yeah, we, yeah, we should. Theoretically, <laughs> yes. Um, uh, the Earth and, is not cooling. And, so. and, and the costs are quite cheap. Okay. You know, it's very cheap to do. Um, the picture that I saw had like a weather balloon and it was spraying stuff. I had a weather balloon and there was like a rope and it connected to like, to like the... The ground, and then the you know balloon would go and basically spray the stuff to okay. then reflect the sunlight out. Okay, but this would only be a temporary fix, as I said. Um, you know, one, once again, the greenhouse gases big issue. Um, but theoretically, we should be doing this. Um, uh, so so this also wouldn't uh, decrease um, the the ocean uh, acidification, which is also a huge issue. Mm-hmm. Um. In my eyes, this doesn't seem very malicious, so I don't know why. I don't know why uh, people would be against this so much. Right, you would have to not believe in global warming to start with. Yes, you would have to think that the Earth was like almost. You would have to be worried about the Earth being too cold. Yes, which like is not a mainstream worry at this time. <laughs> but sure, there probably are some people worried about that. I guess you know. I have the issue of global cooling. <laughs> it's too cold. It's too cold. Have you have you been to the Arctic? It's too cold it's there. Too cold. I can't it's even go cold. to the Antarctic or the Arctic. Can't even do like, it. Like what kind of planet is this? I'm, I'm not allowed to. Can't do it. <laughs> anyway. So um uh regardless, um there are there there have been other proposed um uh proposed solutions to to global warming. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you the spark notes of three of my favorite uh, solutions. Okay, uh, covering sixty-seven thousand square miles of desert uh, with mirrors between now and 2070. Okay, <laughs> Just um, a bunch of mirrors. Sixty-seven thousand per year, mi- per year, per year, per year. Just starting that. Just- and just <laughs> until it was proposed that we start in 2010. Okay, um, so for 60 years we continually put out mirrors 
in the desert. That has other like environmental issues. Yeah, like it does. Just covering <laughs> large portions of the planet with a giant mirror and that like area <laughs> underneath that was like <laughs> had life in it now is dead because you've just put a big thing over it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, speaking of mirrors, um, what if instead of putting it on, on the earth's surface, we just put uh, giant space mirrors that orbited the earth? Yeah. I mean, that might work, but they'd have to be large. Like they'd have to be very large. And because the earth is so large (laughs) (laughs) and you run into this issue of like, what, what is the right, how many mirrors do we have to put up there? And like, you have to put just enough up there that you don't make the earth too cold. Otherwise then the earth is too cold. And also it, you would have, it would have to be so many mirrors, so many mirrors, so many mirrors. Um and uh and I think this one's my favorite. It might be it might be the giant space mirrors, but um what if we started mining moon dust and created a cloud of it around the earth to then reflect the yeah, sun? Yeah, I mean again like sort of the same issue to, there. We, we we would probably have to mine the entire moon. Right, it would be a massive amount and to not have a moon then would be very problematic. Um, a lot of issues there. Yes. Um, and you wouldn't have nice sunny days anymore. Yep. Um, with trying to figure out global warming and trying to figure out fixes, uh, there really is no stupid answers. <laughs> <laughs> like, they will accept anything. Throwing everything at the wall. Yeah, everything. Yeah. <laughs> what if we just picked up the picked up the earth and moved it somewhere else? <laughs> I like uh, Futurama's, uh, for anyone who ever watches Futurama, they, their solution was they, like, took a giant ice cube from, like, the rings of Saturn or something and just came and just plopped it in the ocean, like, every couple years. <laughs> and eventually the ice cube, the, wherever they were getting the ice ran out, and then they were like, oh, I guess we have to deal with global warming now. I think they found more ice. Okay. We just find more ice and plop it in the ocean. There you go. Yeah. That's all we got to do. That's the fix. Anyway, so so once again, this doesn't seem very malicious, though. Um, you know, theoretically, we are potentially helping save the save the Earth there, right? Right. Yeah. Um, and like, really, contrails would they are white? They are ice. They're white because they're reflecting light. They are doing that. Yeah. I mean, but and like and like and like the common the common thought is that you know they're just exhaust from. From jets, uh-huh. you know, there's no real malicious intent there, but you know, you have these people who believe this stuff, um, and so and so with the first theory, you know, it doesn't really have any malicious intent there, um, but they believe that um, a lot of people believe that there's a mix of of a lot of the things that we're going to talk mm-hmm. about here. Yeah, but they all sort of mix together, and they all sort of create. Um, you know, sort of like the whole conspiracy theory. Right. So that's it's just such so as the first point. Little bits of each bit. Exactly. And also, like, a single contrail is not enough to like reduce the temperature of like any large greater. Like no, no, you no. look, like there's such a small portion of the sky. Like it gets colder when a bunch of clouds come and it like covers the entire area and it's cloudy. Then yeah, that's what it takes to cool the area down. Like that's how many clouds it would have to be. Mm-hmm. So 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 point two here. Uh, weather modification. 
Now, we've talked a little bit about weather modification uh, on the HARP episode. I believe yep. that's episode 13. Yeah, 14, I 14, think. 14, 14. Okay. So if you guys want to listen to more about weather modification and HARP, it's a really good episode. Check out episode 14. Um, so what have I told you that uh, weather modification already existed? Uh, I would say go on. Yeah. Um, so, so basically... Um, it's a method called cloud seeding. Mm-hmm. Now, there's no real like concrete evidence that this 100% works. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, basically the method is that you have planes. They fly in the air above the clouds, and they disperse substances into the air that creates condensation or ice nuclei. Uh, ice nuclei being exactly what you'd expect it to be. Okay. Um and then this makes it rain in a specific area, uh, area theoretically. Okay. Um, now, uh, have I ever told you um, uh, the catching cloud story that I have? No. No. Okay. Okay. This is actually a really funny story. So, uh, so I've 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 gone through and and um, I've I worked at a couple Boy Scout camps. Okay. Um, and so one of the Boy Scout camps uh, I was working at, we were we were. Uh, teaching kids about um about clouds and how they work mm-hmm. and so um in order to make it more fun for me and and my and my co-staffer um we we would tell them uh that we worked for the weather channel okay and uh and we had a and we had a show a tv show that we would that we would star in and it was called catching clouds and about fifty percent of the kids would actually believe us. Great, which is which is more than I thought, mm-hmm. but about fifty percent. Um, and so basically, uh, we would talk about how we would, uh, you know, like you know, like the storm chaser shows. Yeah, we would do that, but we would just catch clouds. So we would like we'd like bottle them up, like catch them in bottles, uh-huh. catch them in big nets, <laughs> use like lassos to get them. Yeah, uh, these kids were like, they're they're they were like in fourth grade, mm-hmm. so. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I thought it was really funny. Um, kids are gullible. Yeah, it's a you can do you can do that. Yeah, you can lie to children if you, you choose to. You can lie to children. <laughs> and so and so, catching clouds was a was like a was like a playoff of words on a Breaking Bad. You know, the alliteration. Catching clouds. Catching clouds. <laughs> but anyway, um, so basically, you know, you have you have these clouds and. You know, if we actually did have this TV show on the weather on the Weather Channel, you know, it'd be great for uh, like uh, cloud seeding would be a great use uh, for us right. being able You'd to catch the clouds. Be able to get up more clouds, exactly. Right? Like putting out a bird feeder, bird watchers, we'll exactly. Bird feeder, exactly. Birds will come to it. Yeah, uh, but most of this is all really speculative. You know, it doesn't always work. It's not. It's not foolproof. Um, and so. Uh, They've tried this method, and as I said, sometimes works. Um, but, you know, it's not really right. a thing that just always happens. Like, because you need to have, there needs to be moisture in the air. Yeah. And gonna... I mean, I mean, the intent with, with cloud seeding is that they are putting additional moisture in the air. Yeah, but, like, it's. I still think there would have to be some enough there already. Yeah. You know, like, you wouldn't be able to just go to really dry air spill a cup of water and make a cloud you know yeah (laughs) um so so theoretically you know cloud seeding is a thing that you know that people still do though 
Okay. It's a thing that, you know, still exists. Right. It's I there's some sort of like chain reaction you can initiate sometimes yeah. under proper conditions. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Um Bill Gates uh has also taken a look into weather modification. Um he had this idea, him and him and several scientists had this idea. Uh on a way to stop hurricanes from occurring. Okay. Now uh I read this article um uh that was from two thousand nine. Um, the title read, uh, can Bill Gates stop hurricanes? Uh, scientists doubt it. Uh, and basically, uh, basically the article was talking about, I also doubt it. (laughs) Basically the article was talking about, um, how Bill Gates, uh, was looking to pass patents, um, uh, for technology that would cool, uh, ocean temperatures. Now, do you know how a hurricane forms? Uh, there needs to be. It forms over water, and I think it's there's heat involved. So, so, so. hurricanes form over warm water near the equator. Uh, while the warm moisture evaporates, it rises, uh, creating heat currents, which then twists into high speeds. Okay, and that's the intent there. And so, theoretically, if we were create, if we were to create a machine that could then cool the ocean water near the equator, no more hurricanes, right? Yeah. Um, I feel like. If you did that, though, you'd have some other bad side effects because you're just fucking around with the ocean temperature of the equator. Probably, yes. <laughs> um, now, as I said, scientists don't believe that this will work. And once again, based on the fact that uh, this was published in 2009 and uh, we had a hurricane last year. Right, it's uh, several. I would, yes, several. Uh, I would I would argue that uh, this, this does not work. I would, I would agree with team scientists. You would need, again, you can't just, like, cool things. Like... <laughs> You can't just <laughs> drop. I know we talked about dropping a big ice cube into the ocean. You can't just so do that. like her, air conditioners. They remove heat from a place and they put heat somewhere else. So if you were going to try to cool the ocean, what you'd be doing is putting the heat of the ocean somewhere else. So like you're just fucking shit up all around. You're making the equator too cold and you're making somewhere else too hot. Yeah, and like. There's still going to be hurricanes. Yeah. And and it would be a massive device. Yeah. It, the size of the earth. Yeah. It would be <laughs> it would be very large. <laughs> anyway, anyway. So so uh a couple of years ago, um in fact just last year, uh there was this huge drought in California. Okay. And there have been many droughts in California over the years. Uh but we're going to talk about the one that was the most recent one. Mm-hmm. Uh because I am I'm from California. So you are. I have I have lived in that drought. Um, it lasts from 2012 to 2017. Mm-hmm. So for five years, there's been a huge drought. Um, and so uh, a lot of conspiracy, uh, uh, a lot of conspiracy theorists believe that um, chemtrails actually helped cause the drought. Yeah, um, I can see why someone might think that. Yeah. Um, so my, my 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 first instinct was, all right, why didn't they just use the uh, cloud seed method? Mm-hmm. And once again, you know, it's not it's not super reliable. Um, and they did try and do that. Okay, it just it just didn't work. Um, and so uh, a lot of theorists think that the influx of cloud condensation nuclei uh, was one of the causes for the reason why it went so long. Uh, basically. The, Basically, the theorists claim that the chemtrails in the sky led to chemicals being introduced, which suppressed the development of precipitation. 
Now, no scientific research went into this. You mm-hmm. know, it's just theories. Obviously. That's why they're called conspiracy theorists. Yeah, little scientific research goes into these. Yeah. Um, uh, but but you can hear a lot of experts talking and testifying about this um, in a hearing in Shasta County, 2014. Okay. Um, I have... I have, I have, I have I have a link to this on our uh, on our website. So Shasta can... is this where the drink Shasta comes from? I don't believe so. Oh. I'm not 100 percent sure though. Shasta County in California. In 2014, uh, they had this huge hearing where a bunch of different scientists, a bunch of different quote es- experts, um, were talking about chemtrails, and they wanted to um, to basically uh, try and get somebody to look into this because no one's really looked into the existence of chemtrails. I mean, there have been a couple groups of people that have looked into the existence of chemtrails, mm-hmm. uh, but not very many people. Right. Um, you know, chemtrails started, started forming, uh, like the theories about chemtrails started forming in about 1994-ish. Okay. So it's, you know, it's been a while. The theories have been around. Right. But it's still a modern theory. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and so, and so there, as I said, there's a there's a huge YouTube clip uh, highlighting a lot of people talking about it, and as I said, we'll have it on the website. Um, the board voted unanimously to formally start an investigation um, on the conspiracy claims. Uh, nothing has come to light of the investigation. Uh, once again, who would you talk to for that? <laughs> like, right, like, 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 who would you start investigating with? You you might talk to. I don't even know. Like you could talk to like plane engineers and have them like look at jet engines and then like show you where the chemicals would or would not be coming out of. Uh, I I don't know. But then like theoretically the plane engineers are in on it too. And it's, yeah, I don't know. The media uh, ridiculed uh, Shasta County for this. They thought it was hilarious. And what is just Shasta County, California going to like, it's just Shasta yeah, County. Like, this is a county problem. Yeah, <laughs> Let's uh, <laughs> solve this for Shasta County. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I also, I also don't know who they're like sending to investigate. It's like the guys in Hawaii who tried to sue somebody in Switzerland. Yeah, exactly. Sweden. Yeah, like, you can't do that. You can't. Uh, so, um, <laughs> let's talk about uh, psychological manipulation because that was that. Uh, that was point three. Now, the idea there is that potentially some of the chemicals would be released uh, that would potentially change uh, personalities, um, or maybe uh, more people would be susceptible uh, would be susceptible to government mind control. Which okay. we're going to have a whole episode on government mind control sometime in the future. So we're really not going to dig into this one too much. Um, but you know, this has a very "don't drink the Kool Aid" vibe, right? Um... And and there was some we talked about mind control a little bit on, on the harp episode too. Yeah. Uh and and I mentioned chemtrails at some point during that. Uh but yep. yeah, that like the chemicals are they're changing the way you think yeah. or something. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And as I said, we're not gonna talk about too much about that because it's really not super relevant to to this topic here. Um a lot of people believe that, you know, it potentially exists. Um, as I said, we'll talk about that in a whole specific mm-hmm. one episode on government mind control because that's it. That that's a huge topic and we don't have time to dig into that today. Um but theoretically, you know, that's how they get it from from chemtrails. 
to yeah. introduce that. It, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I I don't believe that. Even it seems like very ridiculous. Uh, yeah, you can't just. I mean, I mean, Alec Jones. Uh, I watched this. I watched this whole. I watched this like seventeen minute video um, from one of uh, Joe Rogan's uh, podcast episodes. Okay, uh, where he had Alex Jones and some other guy on, and they were going on and talking about a lot of stuff. Um, I'm pretty sure Alex Jones was real high <laughs> the entire time, um, but. But basically, uh, you know, he goes through and is is talking about a bunch of stuff with chemtrails and all related. I'll link it once again to our or on our website. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's this there's a whole video. It's actually quite funny because Alex Jones is so he's like so riled up. He's always so riled up. He's so, like he's just a big red man. I understand why people watch Alex Jones because boy is he entertaining to watch. I think that a lot of the stuff that he spouts is complete nonsense. But boy is he really interesting to he watch. He gets all worked up. Real real passionate. Yeah. And so and so he specifically talks a lot about this. Um hopefully hopefully, you know, this won't make the friggin' frogs gay. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh cuz that's what the one the government wants you to be gay. Yeah, because, yeah, duh. <laughs> I think that's my favorite clip of Alex Jones. <laughs> because freaking frogs gay. <laughs> well, I mean, sometimes frogs are gay. Like, I mean, homosexuality occurs in most species of animals. You know, after that video uh, was released, um, they actually did a research into um, frogs being gay, and they and then they found a sect of frogs being gay now this is all from infowars.com so i don't know how true this is but um like like his people apparently they did research and found gay frogs you could you could find gay frogs like i said animals (laughs) exhibit homosexuality just like people do um and frogs are animals (laughs) i I love that they were like okay we got to find gay frogs we gotta find gay frogs. They had. They probably had like a conference about it. They probably talked about this in a meeting in a, <laughs> in a room, a and they were all wearing suits. And they said, "We have to find gay frogs. It's important for the people to know that there's gay frogs." <laughs> and they were drinking coffee, and like people were serving them food, and just like they were professional, well-paid adults talking about gay, gay frogs. frogs. <laughs> Anyway, so uh, so I I grouped the last two um, uh, the last two groups together because they're essentially the same thing: mm-hmm. human population control and spreading diseases. Theoretically, those diseases are meant to kill humans, right? Thus, control human, the population. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I um, mean, which not to sound like a doomsdayer, but we are going to just uh, reproduce until we can't reproduce anymore. Um, there will one day be too many people and we will all die because of it. Yeah. Um, and so some of us will die because of it. <laughs> and so uh, Alex Jones talks about that a little bit in his Joe Rogan uh, interview. Right. Uh, it's really hilarious because Joe Rogan that entire time is just like, like the other two dudes are getting real riled up and really excited. And he's just like, hold on. I need to, I need to read the source. Hold on. <laughs> and he's just like, calm down. Like I understand. I watched the video. Just calm down. <laughs> <laughs> and let me just let me just look at this objectively. And 
<laughs> actually look at the source here. You, there's little objective mindset in Alex Jones's brain. I think. I mean, I agree. Um. So, uh, I read I read this article um from from the Guardian dot com. Okay. And it was it was basically talking about uh, this reporter's um choice to go uh, live with uh, organic farmer uh, Tammy uh, Riedel, um, a 54-year-old organic farmer in California, uh, who was also a, a, a conspiracy theorist. Okay. Um, and she believed that chemtrails were used to prevent global warming, as stated above. Um, but it also had a secret issue in it, a, a, a secret sort of chemical in it, um, uh, and it was basically, you know, it was used to prevent the global warming, but uh, kept from from the American population. And the reason why is because it potentially wreaks havoc on environmental and human health. Okay. So basically you have these chemicals, they're preventing global warming, but also, and, you know, it's not really preventing global warming all that well, but, you know, it's, it's doing something theoretically. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, it wreaks havoc on environmental... And human health. It's making people sick, and it's fucking up shit. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. We are having uh, a, a bad flu right now. Yeah. Um, it's she, going around. She claims that uh, this causes Alzheimer's, all sorts of brain problems, cancer. And she, the, yeah, I trust her completely. Yeah. <laughs> she is, she's a scientist. She uh, raises cows. Yep. So, so I can't find... I can't find any reputable uh, sources to corroborate these claims, uh, but you know people still believe them. Um, mm. I I blame I blame a lot of Facebook and a lot of memes for all this. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll see you'll see Facebook posts or Facebook pictures or you know memes online saying you know, like there was this picture um, from one of the videos that I was watching, basically talking about chemtrails versus contrails and if chemtrails really exist. Right. Um, and basically, he held up this picture that he found online, um, and it was it had two arrows, one pointing to a contrail, which was a very short line, and it was dissipating. Uh-huh. Uh, but he was also pointing to a very longer line, um, and he said, "This is a chemtrail." And and a lot of a lot of so the long clouds are chemtrails. And then the short clouds are contrails. That's so a lot of yeah, exactly. Um, so I just had to bring long clouds back. So a lot of a lot of conspiracy theorists believe, for whatever reason, and 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 there is no scientific evidence of this at all, uh, but they believe that um, contrails they um, if they stay longer if they linger for longer than a minute, it's a chemtrail because there's extra stuff in it. Okay. Um. So that so that contrails just dissipate really quickly. Okay. But chemtrails do not. They they stay, they linger, and then they disperse across the whole area, and then you know sprinkle down their their hate their juice, hate chemicals. Their juices. Their hate chemicals. <laughs> um, <laughs> now there is now there is no no scientific evidence of of this at all. Right. That's that's a nice little like you know trick of identification they've they've made up there, but it's not necessarily true it's by true any standard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's this guy who went through. Uh, seventy like some like seven different books, um, uh, and they ranged from like very recently to like seventy years ago, um, all all stating that contrails um, will sometimes dissipate very quickly, but also sometimes might linger. You know, there's no real right. 
<laughs> so and and like and like every single book that he he showed all said virtually the same thing mm-hmm. that they all do this <laughs> they all will potentially stay right. you know go really quickly or stay around it's not that hard to believe that they would stay around like clouds stay around clouds pretty stay easily around. and that's basically what a contrail is yeah. it's just like you've made a little cloud with ice crystals and water vapor and like yeah. it's it sits there it doesn't have to go away like it depends on a lot of factors because the atmosphere is very complicated yeah Ta-da. yeah very 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 complicated um so yeah once again don't don't believe everything that you read online and and i know that we get a lot of our sources from online but a lot of the stuff that we're reading is reputable sources um so don't get here we go here's a better statement don't get (laughs) don't get all of your information from facebook and memes (laughs) (laughs) if you only get your information from memes uh you will You'd lead a very interesting life. You like, would lead a very where interesting should I life. Get, what should I get for breakfast this morning? Dat boy. Okay. Dat boy. <laughs> Where's my mom's house? Dat boy. That's the only meme I can remember right That's now. That's the only meme you can yeah. remember. <laughs> okay. Um, so, so yeah. Um, and they're... And there really isn't any distinction between contrails and chemtrails, even if chemtrails exist. Like, like we don't know if chemtrails exist. Right, and e- like you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. You wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Like, there's no, there's no visual difference. They wouldn't be Kool Aid colored. They wouldn't. They're not. They're not bright red up in the sky. They're not just like green, like stinky com- <laughs> chemtrails. So, so uh, one of the large things. Um, that uh that conspiracy theorists specifically about chemtrails don't really know here and i found this very interesting is that uh in the very first peer-reviewed study testing chemtrails existence um 76 out of 77 leading uh atmospheric scientists uh, scientists and geochemists said that they didn't exist and it wasn't actually causing the things that have been claimed okay so yeah um, there, there was, has been. That was seventy six out of seventy seven. Seventy six out of seventy seven. So, there was one guy. One guy. <laughs> one guy who's not sure. <laughs> He's not sure. He's not sure. Okay. Uh, well, they always got to do four out of five dentists. Four to five dentists. Seventy six out of seventy seven climate scientists agree. There's no chemtrails. No chemtrails. Um. Uh. So yeah, there have been a couple studies. Um, into chemtrails and none of them have come back with conclusive evidence that chemtrails exist right the one that i'm talking about happened in 2016 so very recent yeah that's pretty yeah very recent and of course like the believers in the conspiracy just double down and they say well they're all compromised well they're all compromised they're all in on it they're all in on it getting paid off those super rich climate scientists (laughs) in their big mansions (laughs) Uh, so, and, and once again, I'll link to, I'll link to the study's website because there's this whole, there's a lot of information. I didn't read all of the information. I'm going to be honest. I didn't read all the information. Mm -hmm. I just took basically the introduction and sort of looked at that. Um, so you can, you can look at that for yourselves and really come to a solid conclusion there. Uh, but there's, I've had a lot of sources on this. Uh, a lot Good. of different information. Here. There's a lot out there about chemtrails. There's it's a lot. Very, I mean, it's it's very it's a popular one. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's been around for for a bit since '94. Since '94. Um, so the real question is, you know, say say chemtrails do exist. So what do we do now, Curtis? 
Don't breathe. Don't breathe. Um, uh, according to Tammy. Um, oh, Tammy. Yeah, Tammy from Tammy from earlier. Uh, it makes me think. Wow, are we going to have to start growing everything indoors under tunnels? Because the air is not healthy for crops. So, the recommendation here, the official Mulder was right stance. Uh, find a tunnel. Find some place to uh, to live underground and uh, live there. And grow your crops there. And grow your crops there. But here's the problem with that theory. Where's the... <laughs> where's, where's the sunlight? <laughs> yes, that's a big problem. I was thinking of the air that's underground. Where does that come from? <laughs> <laughs> comes from above ground but theoretically there are less chemicals if you put an air in filter that air. in yeah, yeah the door yeah or something. so so you know go underground live in a bunker with air filters turn on some lights i guess turn on some lights grow your or get a window maybe grow your crops although you know you still have to use water and uh unfortunately mm. that water could be contaminated oh, to turn the frogs oh gay. poisoned yeah uh, if you are a frog farmer Frog farmer. Um, uh, frog farmers having a really hard time because their frogs won't mate because they're all gay. Because they're all gay. And... <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh. I don't know if chemtrails exist. I couldn't find any concrete evidence supporting it. Mm-hmm. Um. But once again, just a recap. You know, they believe that they're spewing out chemicals to potentially either, uh, you know, ruin crops, uh, create disease. Or uh, make people susceptible to government mind control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I was um, researching the harp episode, I ran into a couple things about chemtrails, um, like YouTube videos and whatnot, and most of them were all just like, "Look!" And there'd be like a contrail in the sky, and they'd be like, "Look at it! It's a chemtrail! Look!" And then there'd be, <laughs> it'd cut to like some stock footage of like a plane <laughs> flying, and then cloud coming out of its jet engine you know like making a contrail yep and they'd be like look at it it's there look at it and and that was pretty much it and then i guess people are just like oh fuck dude long clouds clouds." (laughs) (laughs) so so yeah um you know i'm all for thinking outside the box i'm all for you know like uh like Different types of thinking, mm-hmm. not not taking everything for face value. Mm-hmm. I'm all for that, but you know, you really gotta like think about what you're saying. You have to think. You have to do the thinking. Yeah, exactly. You, you have to do thinking. <laughs> um, I watched this. I watched this video about some guy um, talking about uh, geoengineering um, and and chemtrails and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of the stuff he was saying was like unrelated to actually what he was you know talking about. Um, and a lot of the stuff that he was saying was almost contradictory and like, he didn't, he really didn't know what he was talking about, man. Like, yeah, I know what you mean by that. Cause I have watched so many videos of conspiracy theorists supposedly explaining their theories like, and it is just the biggest clusterfuck of words. They don't know what they're saying. And it makes no sense. And like, I just, it baffles the imagination. Yeah. That's all I can say about it. And I guess people they they listen to it and they're just like caught up in like the fervor of what of how they're saying mm-hmm. it and um they're not like too closely analyzing what they're saying because it's honestly quite difficult to. Yeah. Um and they just get caught up in it that way. Um yeah, yeah. so it's important to keep a critical mind. It, yes. And think like 
are the words I'm listening to, do they form coherent thoughts? Can I... <laughs> do they make can, sense? Can, can I listen to what this person is, is, is saying and then explain it to somebody else? If you can't, then you either you didn't understand what they were saying or they were just like nuts you know now now i do want to put out a disclaimer here um tammy uh the person we talked about from the guardian article Mm -hmm. um she was shown a lot of uh a lot of information regarding uh chemtrails and contrails and the difference between them and if chemtrails exist and when she saw them um her and her her and her boyfriend um, her boyfriend had the opposite effect and uh, backfired. He was like, you know, there's there's a lot of information out there claiming that what I believe isn't true. So uh, I believe in my thing even more, which which once again doesn't does doesn't make sense. Yeah, that yeah, can't have that effect on people. Like um, if you try to interrogate their beliefs or quote unquote attack their beliefs, um, they they can double down into them and just, and just even more. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't have fact on my side, but man, I really believe it because um it's kind of like uh, they, they see an attack coming and their defenses go up. Yeah. Um, and and it's, it is a big issue just generally with trying to convince somebody, you know, if you're just trying to make a connection, if you have two disagreeing viewpoints and you're trying to bridge that gap. Um, and like, this is, you know, a really big problem in like politics today between like liberals and conservatives. Like it's, it's very hard to say like, well, I, I'm pro-choice. I think, that should be the way the law is. And they say, no. And, and you know, like it's really difficult to have a conversation where you can't actually bridge, bridge that gap. Yeah. Um, and not just have a yelling match. Um, it's, it's something I, 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 sh- I do struggle with. And I, I, um, I always, I'm always trying to think about like, how would, if I was going to like sit down and have a conversation with somebody that I disagreed with and I wanted to convince them of my point of view, like, how would I really do it? Um, and I don't know how good I, it's not something really that happens that often too. Like we don't often get to sit down with people we disagree with. And so it's a type of conversation we don't have practice, um, having. Um, and so when they pop up, it makes it even harder to do. Yeah. Um, uh, Tammy, Tammy, on the other hand, uh, she actually, um, is unsure about her beliefs now. Okay. So, so she's fair. She's, you know, actually thinking about it and actually weighing the options there. And sometimes, you know, that is what people do as well. You know, there are people who will change their mind given new evidence. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, uh, that's what we, as we have here today. Um, uh, before we go, though, um, last week we talked about uh, the Finland conspiracy and mm-hmm. how Finland doesn't exist. Uh, and Curtis posted a Reddit posting onto. Uh, the Finland uh, Finland conspiracy yep. uh, webpage or not webpage subreddit the subreddit yeah yep. and uh, we got we got two responses one of them uh, which we talked about last week it was just a bot was yeah. just a bot saying hey you talked about Estonia yeah <laughs> good job <laughs> good job and then and then the second post um, is I, I would like to point out <laughs> the name of this poster yes is PM as in private message PM me your molars. <laughs> <laughs> so they want to see your molars everyone uh that's reddit user pm underscore me underscore your underscore molars they actually don't want to see your molars they actually just want them the, <laughs> digitalize your molars <laughs> and private message them anyway, anyway uh so curtis I'll, is going to read the i'll read, read the post this here. um and uh 
So I, I, I point out, um, just to recap, I'm talking about like the system of roads in Sweden. And if Sweden didn't, exi- didn't exist, the map of Sweden would still have to be accurate in order to trick everyone. Yeah. Or not Sweden, in Finland. Yeah. It's been a long week. It's been a long <laughs> week. <laughs> Finland. Um, the map would have to be accurate so that everyone could actually use the map. Um, and there's some problems there because there would be a big ocean in the way and yada, yada. Yeah. Um, so this person says, I also disagree with the notion of Helsinki being in eastern Sweden, which is where the subreddit says it is. Uh, it's actually in western Russia, a bit north of St. Petersburg. Okay, so right off the bat, this person's um, still a believer in the theory, but they just think Helsinki's somewhere else. Yeah. Helsinki's somewhere else. Um, if you were to drive from Sweden to Helsinki, you would have to drive north and then east, going around the Gulf of Bothnia, just as the doctored maps would suggest before driving south to Helsinki. Uh, the thing is, you would have to drive a lot further east than you'd expect, about 130 miles or so. However, due to some clever road design in eastern Sweden and a lot of altering of GPS and mapping services, the degree to which the driver notices this are largely negated. Traffic from St. Petersburg heading north is subtly directed around Helsinki. Okay, well, like, you would still notice a whole fucking city there. Like, there's also even if the roads just went around it. I mean, he said there's also just like an additional 130 miles. Right. Like, like you would notice that's, that. That's extra. That's a lot of. That's, that's a lot two of extra hours time. of driving at least. That's a lot of time. That's yeah. You would notice that, and you can't just use GPS tricks to, um, get around that extra two hours. Yeah. Uh, so they go on. Think about how you drive from point A to point B every day. How do you verify that the road you're taking matches what the directions on on Google Maps? How do you know that you're not heading just a little more north than it's telling you? How often do you compare your odometer with the distance that Google Maps tells you? Very rarely, of course. It is this sort of cognitive shortcut that has allowed Finland's absence to go unnoticed for so long. And, like, I I understand this point this person's making. Um, but the point I was making is just that, like, the map would have to be so immaculately perfect, like, that... There is no change in time. There's no change. Like, the landscapes all match. Like, and over, like, someone would notice. Yeah. Like, someone would notice. Um, oh, God. Hold on. I got lost. Um, a similar rerouting occurs in your example. Someone driving from a Helsinki to Oulu. Rather than heading northwest, they drive north through Russia and then west through eastern Sweden to Oulu. I don't know how to say that. Um <laughs> Uh, and in the, that example I, I gave, um, that it's a difference of like 15 hours of, of like driving time. Yeah. Like it yeah. immensely noticeable. It's a lot of time. <laughs> um, which this person has written off. Uh, in general, you can assume that most of the towns north of Islami are much further north than their positions on the map indicate. These northern towns are also much closer than you'd think. Squeezed into eastern Sweden. People traveling between them are again misled by the direction between the towns, by the roads being windier than maps indicate meaning that it takes the same amount of time to travel a smaller distance check out this map to understand how it works i'll look at that later uh while many of the towns on finland are split up between various countries many more simply don't exist many people who claim to have visited these towns uh have in actuality been brainwashed by the russian government okay just for brainwashing yeah Uh, that's a big leap uh finland's population being so small this is relatively easy um and then they finish with a side note. Uh, one of the greatest implied tragedies of the Finland conspiracy is the fact that many Finnish people have been subjected to Russian human experimentation. Uh, though we know very little of this process, Russia's vindictive feelings towards the Finnish people likely have inspired them to commit 
mass atrocities. Um, now, this is something they did not talk about. This is new information to new me information, in yeah. the subreddit that uh, Russia is not only are we just tricking the Finnish people, um, they're actually uh, Experiment brainwashing these people and, and experimenting on them. So um, That is new information. That is new information, and I guess is a new... Uh, a new argument to take. Um, I am still, I'm going to, I'm going to look into this a little more. Um, and, uh, I'll, I'll probably, I'll probably draft some response to this and we'll get, we'll get another, another, uh, bit next week and we'll just see how long we can keep this. See how long we can talk about discussion going. Finland conspiracy. Um, Uh, but this person did actually, uh, write a bunch. Um, there was a lot of information there. Yeah. So that's, that's fair. I didn't, I, I saw this a couple days ago, but I didn't actually read it completely. Mm-hmm. So I was uh, I was really excited about it. Yeah. Um, I hope that you get more responses. Yeah. Uh, me too. So you, you might have to post again on this. Yeah, we might. I might have to keep keep going. Make at a it. new post. Yeah. Maybe make a new post. Uh, maybe I'll put some new stuff in there. I'll keep I'll keep interrogating the Finland conspiracy subreddit. Um, because yeah. it's this is and this is like a new conspiracy, which is like the great thing about it. It's like newer in the just the past couple of years. Um, so it's like still. Hot off the press. Still, still hot. Hot off the grill. Still fresh. Still just right from the organic produce aisle. Yeah. Organic conspiracy aisle. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> theoretically, uh, organic, though, you know, it might be uh, crop dusted with uh, a bunch of yeah. bunch of gross chemicals from, from uh, you know, global warming stuff. That's right. Anyway, <laughs> uh, that's all we have for you today. Um, once again, guys, take the survey. Uh, it's really going to help us out. You know, if you guys, you know, potentially want merchandise or something, I don't, I, it's probably a big leap, but, uh, if you guys want that, you know, let us know on that survey. If you want to see our faces and watch videos of us talking about this stuff and potentially have, you know, visual guides up there, you know, let us know that. Right. Cause we can totally do that. It would be not that hard to just like film ourselves and then like exactly. it can be like a supplemental thing like you can watch the video or you can listen to the podcast exactly like like, like if you want that let us know um you know if you want us to do more episodes each week you know let us know i mean we need probably uh a little bit something yeah you more have to than sweet, that sweeten the pot a little yeah. bit for us but like if you want that let <laughs> us know uh if you want to you have to come give me a belly rub if you want to hear more about the you know finland conspiracy let us know that you yeah, know, if you want to hear more about aliens, let us know that. Um, um, yeah, we got a good little response. Uh, bleh. Yeah, we've good, got a good little uh, little sample size here. Just yeah. just now, um, we have about eight responses. And Brendan did did some good work putting together this questionnaire, and we're all very proud of him. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> um, but anyway, so guys, definitely check out the questionnaire. It's really going to help us out. It's really going to you know put us into gear and sort of where we're trying to go for this whole year. Yep. Um, so definitely check that out um and once again you know if we get enough responses we might do a giveaway we might give away something that we own and then you would own it right we keep we keep not selling it very well some some transfer <laughs> of possession of something or or some i don't it may not even be a thing it could be like a digital object it could be digital object. or like some sort of currency some sort of currency yes it it it, it, it will be something we'll give you a whole bitcoin whole bit that's that's expensive yeah that's we're not that's gonna do that very, that's like that's very expensive. i don't know how much that is right now but it's a lot of money it's a lot of money <laughs> <laughs> but we will you know if we get enough responses you will someone will get something 
So definitely take the survey. It's really going to help us out. Once again, uh, you can find that on our Facebook and Twitter at MWRCast, or you can find the direct link. Just type it into your browser right now, tiny.cc slash survey. So help us out with that. Um, you know, that's our social media. You can find our website, molderwasright.wordpress.com. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, you can find us on a much different pod podcast uh, apps and whatnot. Yep. So, uh, you know, listen, that's all factual. Listen, listen to all those places. If you like the music, you know, we've been talking about this guy in a while. <laughs> if you like the music, uh, you can find uh, his music on SoundCloud, Christian Tudino. Um, someday we're gonna have him on the podcast. Someday, someday. I think he's still alive. I, I, I believe so. Um, I'll uh, I'll talk to him. You know, rub on him a little. I bit. like. I like having collaborators on the podcast. Yeah. So, so yeah, we'll talk to them. And, uh, yeah, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Um, you know, come back next week. We're going to be, you know, recapping the, the new findings in the Finland <laughs> the new, conspiracy. The new Finland. Yes. We're going to, um, I'm going to do, I'm going to put some, put some thought into that <laughs> and we'll, it's a fun, a fun little project. And wait, <laughs> This was episode fifty. It was fifty. Five zero. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I, I, I thought I thought about making a bunch of Hawaii five zero jokes and references, <laughs> but clearly I forgot about that. A bunch of fifty jokes. A bunch of fifty jokes. I yeah. should have got you a fifty card. You should have. Like, congratulations, you're fifty. Yeah. Because you know those kind of cards you get. All right, people. book them, Curdo. Book them. That's that's like from the Curdo from the from the Hawaii. His name was Curdo. <laughs> it wasn't it's dano but anyway thanks guys for listening we'll see you next week for 51 wake, wake up, up sheeple, sheeple. what in the hell happened them, curdo <laughs> It's a good. I'm going to name my son that. <laughs> and my daughter. I'm going to name all my children Curdo. Curdo. It's going to be confusing.